You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. Today is Thursday, January 21st, 2021, and this is your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. On today's show, Star Trek stars react to President Biden's inauguration, Galaxy Quest star Tim Allen gives hints about the sequel, and I've got a rundown of this week's virtual Star Trek events. I'm Allison Pitt, and today's show is supported by people like you through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. First up, today marks the start of a new era in the United States, with the swearing-in of the 46th President Joe Biden. In today's inauguration, Biden took the country's reins from outgoing President Trump, a leader whose philosophies were broadly incompatible with Star Trek's ideal of infinite diversity and infinite combinations. And that's putting it nicely. Now, in the run-up to the election, many Star Trek stars lent their support to Biden's campaign. And today, after the inauguration, they are celebrating by finally being able to call him president. Some stars took to Twitter to express their feelings on the day. First up, Jerry Ryan from Star Trek Picard spent the day retweeting, as she often does, with one particularly memorable moment early in the ceremony. Ryan retweeted a picture of Capitol Police Officer Eugene Goodman escorting Vice President Kamala Harris onto the stage. If you recall, Officer Goodman was hailed a hero after the coup attempt at the Capitol on January 6th. He could be seen in videos leading a mob of rioters away from the Senate chambers alone. In her retweet, Ryan said, Oh my heart. Hashtag hero. One of the standout parts of the inauguration ceremony was 22-year-old Amanda Gorman, America's first ever youth poet laureate, reading her poem, The Hill We Climb. LeVar Burton from Star Trek The Next Generation, himself a leader in literary education for his work on Reading Rainbow and LeVar Burton Reads, tweeted an appreciation for Gorman's performance, saying, There is a new star in the literary firmament, and her name is Amanda Gorman. Star Trek Discovery's Lieutenant Reese, Patrick Kwok Chun, likewise quoted Gorman while retweeting a video of her performance, saying, The new dawn blooms as we free it, for there is always light, if only we're brave enough to see it, if only we're brave enough to be it. Discovery's Dr. Culber Wilson Cruz, who has been an outspoken critic of President Trump, was triumphant in recognizing the efforts of those who helped Biden to victory. He tweeted, Now that the oaths have been taken, I want to take a moment to thank all of you who, from day one, committed to resist the evil of the last four years and never allowed any of it to be normalized. We believed in and stood up for this multicultural, democratic society every day. George Takei, who is known for his progressive activism almost as much as for his time on Star Trek, expressed cautious optimism and was firm on his opinion of unity, saying, I believe in unity, but we must unite at a place that will move the country forward. We stand on a line marked truth. Meet us there and we can walk forward together. And Anthony Rapp, Cruz's husband, Lieutenant Stamets from Discovery, looked forward to the future. He tweeted, I'm already moved. The purging of the toxic disaster we've lived through for the past four years is already beginning. 
I have great hope that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris will meet this moment and not only help us heal, but also help us transform our damaged nation. Star Trek The Next Generation stars Jonathan Frakes, Gates McFadden, and Marina Sirtis all expressed relief and emotion as the inauguration happened. Frakes said, finally. McFadden said, ah, I can breathe so much better today. And Sirtis, not known for hiding her emotions, said, I'm not crying, you're crying. Finally, Chase Masterson, Star Trek Deep Space Nine's Lita and founder of the charity Pop Culture Hero Coalition, tweeted a message of strength for those still struggling. She said, If a man who has been through the hardest things a person can face, loss of children, loss of a spouse, can have the resilience and empathy that Biden has, we can get through the toughest things we face in our own hero's journey. Whatever you're facing, you can forge through. Now, keeping with that theme of never giving up and taking us from reality back into fiction about reality that's about fiction or something. (laughs) When it comes to love for Star Trek films, there is one that seems to stand out above the rest, and that film is Galaxy Quest. A parody homage to the Star Trek franchise and science fiction fandom as a whole Galaxy Quest lit up the hearts of audiences in 1999 and quickly became a cult classic. Galaxy Quest has also seen a renewed interest since the release of Never Surrender, a Galaxy Quest documentary in 2019, which celebrated the film's 20th anniversary. In a recent interview with Entertainment Weekly, Galaxy Quest star comedian Tim Allen revealed details of a potential sequel to the beloved film currently in development. But what would a Galaxy Quest look like more than 20 years later? Alan revealed a few details of the script, which has apparently been in development for a number of years. In the interview, Alan shared that the story was meant to largely follow two characters, Jason Naismith, a.k.a. Peter, 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 Quincy, 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 Tagger, 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 Tagger. <laughs> uh, he was the captain of the NSEA Protector. Uh, and also Alexander Dane, a.k.a. Dr. Lazarus, who was played by the late Alan Rickman. Sadly, Rickman's death in 2016 cast a shadow on the plan for a Galaxy Quest sequel. It's a fabulous script, Alan said, but it had a hiccup because the wonderful Alan Rickman passed. So it all got very sad and dark because the script was all about Lazarus and Taggart. It was all about their story. It doesn't mean they can't reboot the idea, Alan said, adding... The underlying story was hysterical and fun. Alan also let it slip that the sequel could feature light speed space travel time dilation, which might place the crew of the Protector in a different timeline than Earth. I haven't reached out to anybody in the last week, but we talk about it all the time, Alan told EW. There is constantly a little flicker of a butane torch that we could reboot it with. Without giving too much away, a member of Alan Rickman's Galaxy Quest family could step in and the ideal would still work, but right now it's in a holding pattern. For now, that's all we know. You can be sure that we'll keep you up to date on any further developments. And until then, for all of you hoping to see Galaxy Quest 2 become a reality, I've got just five simple words. Never give up. Never surrender. Now, I've got the weekend's online events here in just a moment, but first, a word from me. 
Have you listened yet to Star Trek stories from Daily Star Trek News? I published a handful of these special podcast episodes over the holidays, and you can find them on dailystartreknews.com forward slash Star Trek stories. They're stories from people just like you about what Star Trek fandom means to them. Now, if you have a story that you'd like to share, then I would love to hear it. You can send me an email at info at or submit your story on the website. How did you find Star Trek and what's kept you a fan? That's info at dailystartreknews.com or dailystartreknews.com forward slash Star Trek stories. Tell me about your Star Trek story and you might get featured on Daily Star Trek News. Now, next up, it's time for events. Now, listen, it's the dawn of a new day and all that, but there is still a pandemic going on. So please, let's have those Star Trek events, but let's make them virtual. First up, tonight, Thursday, January 21st, Gaze in Space is holding another one of their virtual celebrations, this one with featured guest Michael Dorn. In addition to Dorn's appearance, there will also be live musical performances, trivia, prizes, and more. The event is on from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, and tickets are being sold on a pay-what-you-can basis for a minimum $1 donation. To find out more, visit facebook.com forward slash gaze in space. And as per usual, uh, that's it's six A's in gaze in space. All right, next up, GalaxyCon Live is back with another virtual event, this one featuring the cast of Star Trek Voyager. This Saturday, January 23rd at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, Robert Picardo, Robert Duncan McNeil, Tim Russ, Garrett Wong, and of course, the captain herself, Kate Mulgrew, will all take part in a virtual Q&A. As usual, registration is free but required, and you can purchase one-on-one video chats and personalized autographs if you so desire. For more information and to register, visit galaxycon.com. Later on Saturday, but at an earlier time than usual, the weekly hashtag TOS Satnight Tweetalong is happening at 8 p.m. Pacific Time rather than 9 p.m. Pacific Time. That's to accommodate a special Tribble header featuring watch-alongs of three Tribble-centric Star Trek episodes, The Trouble with Tribbles, More Tribbles, More Trouble, and Trials and Tribulations. All you have to do is have a service that you can watch the episodes on demand, then chat on Twitter using the hashtag TOSSatNight. For more information, follow at TOSSatNight on Twitter. Now looking ahead to next Tuesday, January 26th at 6.30pm Pacific Time, our friends at Women at Warp are hosting a virtual class with SIF from the Seattle International Film Festival. The class is called What the Femme? Costuming the Final Frontier and as part of SIF's What the Femme series, exploring female-represented character archetypes in cinema. The Women at Warp crew will be looking at women's costuming across several Star Trek series and analyzing what insights those costumes can give us. Registration is required and tickets are priced on a sliding scale. For more information, visit SIF.net, and that's S-I-F-F dot net. And of course, don't forget to join me tomorrow afternoon, Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, for the live show Daily Star Trek Views on YouTube. 
This week, I'll be recapping some of the week's biggest stories and maybe some of the stuff that didn't quite make it into the main show. Subscribe now so that you don't miss it. Head to youtube.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Now, if you have an online event or a gathering that you'd like for me to promote on the show, then please let me know. How are you getting together with your fellow Trekkies without leaving the house? Well, that's it for today's daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Don't forget to check out the other great shows on the network at podcasts.roddenberry.com. Daily Star Trek News is produced by me, Allison Pitt, with selected stories by Chris Peterson and events by Marina Kravchuk. We're supported by people like you through Patreon. Find out how you can add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek News. I'm back tomorrow with more of the Star Trek news you need to know and the answer to this week's Trek trivia. I'm Alison Pitt. Live long and prosper. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.